Okay. We're holding a middle mitzvah derech and derech mitzvah the mitzvah of appointing a king. We were holding I think we were holding by the Yaakov Nasan Ladavid Chavcheshana. The Altareb in this mimer is explaining, not the Altareb, the Tzemach Tzedek, is explaining the um, Indian of why we need a king. And Sif Aleph, we're holding on page 218. Uh, and in Perak Aleph over here, he explained that there could be two possible reasons why we need a king. One possible reason to need a king is because um, simply for to civilize the people, or else it would be a jungle, just to bring some, yeah. Or the second reason, a little bit of a deeper reason, is because um, the people don't necessarily have the ability to have a bittel, to have nullification to Hashem, because of, of course, the abstraction of God. So being that Hashem is so, so unrelatable through the five senses, uh, it's hard for people to to feel his reality enough to be bottled to him. So for that reason, you need to have uh, a, a melech gashmi, a physical king. That king is just like, just like a conduit to bring um, God's kingdom into the world. The, that, but he's a physical person. So the Abishter's kingship is manifesting in a human being, and that person is totally bottled to Hashem. And by his bittle being to the extreme, and Hashem chooses him to project his kingship through this human being, and people can see him and be bottled to him, so that's how via him they're bottled to Hashem. But then he asked the question, so why do Tamid HaChachamim need a melech? Why do people that are higher neshamis, that have, they do have a sensitivity, he uses the term people that have neshamis that are called brothers and friends to Hashem. Bishlaim and neshamis that are called avadim. Avadim are servants. Those are lower kind of souls. A lesser level, a lower level of spiritual sensitivity. So those neshamis, uh, yeah, they, 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 for them, uh, elokus is very distant. So they need a melech gashmi. But for higher neshamis, it would seem like both these reasons don't apply. They don't need, first of all, a king, or else that they will misbehave. And for the, <coughs> for the bringing of the bittel, it wouldn't either seem that we would need them for the bittel. Um, and, and he, by the way, says that's why Shmuel didn't want to make a melech. When they, he, asked, he began the question, why was Shmuel upset at that when they asked for a king? Because the avodah through a melech is a lower avodah. Because without a melech, they can have they can their relationship to the Abishter is even higher than this simple bittel that you have to a melech. Like it's explained in many places, the difference between the avoid of Yehudi Allah and Yehudi Tata. Yehudi Allah means the higher unity, and Yehudi Tata means the lower unity. So the lower unity is I am a somebody, but yet I understand that I have a master, I have a boss. The higher unity is when someone is so deeply in touch with the all-pervading truth of God and the emes of the Ebishter that he doesn't even sense that he exists in the first place. 
the Belzer Hasidim like to say the story of the Chabad Hasid who came to the Belzer Rebbe. One of the Chabad Hasidim. And the Belzer Rebbe asked him, what do you learn in Chabad? So he said, we learn about Amidavin, we learn about Bittl, Mizbainin. Davin takes long because of the Yizbaininus. A person has to meditate on, on, on how he's really bottle. So the Tzemach Tzedek said to him, and we learned about Bittl Ayash, this is what he said. We learned about Bittl Ayash. So the Tzemach, not the Tzemach Tzedek, so this, the Belzer Rebbe, one of the, I don't remember which Belzer Rebbe, I think it's different. He said, and whoever told you that you're a Yash, that you need to be bottle? Whoever gave you the idea in the first place to pick on that you're a Yash, that you're a somebody? Maybe you're not such a somebody. Right? Um, yeah, but, but, but after everything's said and done, we are living in a world of being a somebody. And that's actually explained in Hasidus where the real true pleasure of creation is realized not in those that are living where the Belzer Rebbe was in a place where you don't even know that you're a somebody. But the pleasure is dafka in the place. That's why even though Shmuel didn't want they should have a melech, but the Ebishter still told them they should appoint Shola melech as a melech. And in the end, a king was appointed for the Jewish people. All right. But then he says... Um, then he goes on to explain, however, he begins to distinguish between the Malchus of David Melech and the Malchus of all other kings. He says the Malchus of all other kings, of, including even the Davidic king uh, dynasty, David Melech's successors who sat on his throne until Mashiach comes, all the kings that followed David, and also Shaul Melech was before David, but not David, their union of Malchus was actually lower than David. Shaul HaMelech will see soon, had an Indian in his Malchus that's actually higher than David, but we're going to leave that for another time, but later we're going to get to that. But distinguishing factor is like this. In all Malachim, in all kings, what was manifesting in their neshama and thereby being projected onto the people was the level of Malchus Sheba Malchus. It was this idea. They were battled to Hashem, and through them, the people were battled to Him. David HaMelech had a whole different quality to his kingdom. In his, in his neshama was not only shining Malchus Sheba Malchus, but he had the full nine yards. All elements of Malchus were shining in his neshama, and primarily Chachma Sheba Malchus. The wisdom of, God, of, of the attribute of kingship of Hashem was brilliantly shining in David HaMelech's neshama. And that's why David HaMelech was the most brilliant king ever. He was the most... His, he ran his kingdom in the biggest Chachma the way possible. And even though, of course, the question will come to everybody in mind, is Shlomo HaMelech is supposed to have been the wisest of all men. So he explains. Shlomo HaMelech was a brilliant human being in terms of his own personal knowledge, philosophical philosophy, and as a scientist. That was his own personal chachma as his own individual human being. And in that he surpassed his father. But there's another Indian. There is a, a chachma in being a king. Chachma in malchus. Being an intelligent ruler. That, um, um, what's it called again? David HaMelech was more than anybody else. The intelligence in his kingship. And he says, and that's why David HaMelech literally knew how to take care of his people every single one giving them their particular needs of what they need both physically and spiritually. He was the 
ruler par excellence. No one can make, no one can match up with him ever, because Chachma Sheba Malchus was shining in David Melech's kingdom. Um, so he had an Indian much deeper than regular Malchus. He says, in order to understand this Indian that David Melech had Chachma Sheba Malchus, the wisdom in being a king in his Malchus, he says, we'll understand this by first prefacing the idea that Adam Arishon gave David 70 years of life. That David, right? That David um, didn't have, it says David didn't have life. And when Adam Arishon was laying on the floor, he did, he, before, he was, before he was created, Hashem showed him the vision of all, the, all his descendants and all the generations. The, 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 he had a vision, a forward vision of all of history. And, and, and then he saw there was one generation that had a leader that died as soon as he was born. So he, 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 he realized he doesn't have any life, and he gave him life. He gave him 70 years. But then he brings that, that Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov also gave him life. Not Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Avram, Yaakov, and Yosef. And they also gave him life. And they also contributed a total of 70 years. Avram, five years. Yaakov, 28 years. Yosef, 37. How do you get to that, how do you get to that calculation? Avram should have lived like Yitzchak, 180, but he lived to 175. Yaakov should have lived to 175 like Avram, but in the end he lived only 147. So it's 33 years that he gave, to, I'm sorry, 28, 28 years that he's lacking. And then um, Yosef lived to 110, and he should have lived like his father, 147, so he gave him 37. 37 plus 28 plus 5 equals 70. So the Zohar says that th- this was a gift to David HaMelech so David can live. So the Rebbe asked, if so, then he should live 100. Why does David HaMelech need double? Why does David HaMelech need double um, a, 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 a 70 if in the end he only lived 70? And if really it would have been this way, he should have lived to 140. That's the question. And another question that he asks is how come we're dealing with spiritual life. They're giving, them, they're giving him a piece of their soul. If you're giving someone a piece of your soul, then you're not losing it because it's not like physicality. Physicality, if you give something to, to someone, then you don't have it anymore. You can't, it, has, it has its limitations. But spiritual things, you can pass them on to someone else. You don't lose it. Like if I share a concept, an idea with you, I don't lose it because I shared it with you. So that doesn't make any sense that they lost their life just because they gave it. So the general idea that he explained is, first let's understand why David didn't have any life. So he says, because... What does it mean that Adam Arishan is seeing everybody, sees all of humanity? What is everybody... What is he, what's his business to look into everybody's... Why does he have to poke his nose into everybody's business? He's to see everybody. And the answer is, he's not seeing everybody, he's seeing himself. They're all, they're all embedded in him. What is Adam? Adam is the first, in, in terms of humanity, he is the germ of humanity. He's the seminal seed. He's the seed of all of humanity. So he's like, he's the level of Chachma. Chachma is a flash, of which later you will get all the details, and all the sub-details, and details of details. So therefore, he, since he's the Madrega of Chachma, 
So when he saw everybody, he saw everybody as they are in him. David HaMelech doesn't exist. When David HaMelech is inside Adam Arishon, he lacks existence. Why does he lack, lack, lack existence? Because since David HaMelech's madrega is the madrega of speech, and speech is the level of God, where God is communicating outside of himself to a world, and not just to a world, but to a finite world, and compared to God, the finite world is zilch, absolutely gurnished, it's nothing. Comes out that the Dibur, which David HaMelech is embodying, is also nothing. In Chachma, Dibur is cancelled. Chachma is so vast. Chachma is the seat for the Ein Sof. In Chachma resides the infinite. The Orin Sof is in Chachma. What value does speech have? Like, we find, that when a person has a brilliant illumination in their mind, then they stop talking. There's a mimer from the Alter Rebbe, which is later, I think, spoken by the Tzemach Tzedek, and it was written down by Rabbi Hillel of Paricher. It's a fascinating discourse about the three weeks and about the seven weeks that follow the three weeks, which are seven weeks of comfort. And he gives a marshal to understand the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. It's so gewaldig, this marshal. And he says it's like this. He says a teacher is sitting with a student. And the teacher is teaching. And the student is enjoying the class tremendously. But suddenly in the middle of it all, the teacher goes silent. And he stops talking. And for no apparent reason. And the student is wondering, like, what's going on? But then the teacher throws his head back. Not only is he, is he stopped talking, he closes his eyes. And then he actually throws his head back. The student is getting like very upset. What's wrong? He's afraid to interrupt. Doesn't want to interrupt his teacher, but he's like. Then the teacher actually maybe even walks out of the room. So the student feels abandoned, neglected. What really happened? What really happened was while he was teaching, a new concept came into his mind. And it was such a powerful idea. And it was so rich and so delicious. And so like, wow. And you know what happens to an idea. If you have a new flash of an idea and you don't right away process it, you lose it. So the teacher is in a dilemma. If he continues to teaching his student, if he's continuing, you know, the rule is that when you are being mashpia, you can't, you can't absorb. So as this new idea... As this new idea is thundering into his mind, if he's going to continue teaching, he can't, he, can't, he can't teach and at the same time absorb. So if he continues teaching, he's going to lose it. And he might never be able to retrieve it. He actually says an interesting thing. That when, a, when, a, when, you, ha- when you had a flash of an idea and you didn't catch it, it's harder to retrieve it than when you never even had it. Because since it becomes an Ur it retracts, he proves this from a Gemara, that when it goes back in, it lodges itself much deeper in the, pre, in the pre-intelligence, even, even, even higher in, in the more in the super, super brain, deeper and more concealed than where it was before you ever drew it down. It's an interesting thing. So therefore, the teacher has a problem. If he doesn't now immediately pay attention to this new idea, he's going to lose everything. 
Now, what does he care? If he wants it for himself, but he, more than everything, he wants it for the student. So he's forced, he has to stop talking. But as the, as the idea, more and more light is coming into his head, not only it's not even enough to, he's thinking deeper, he closes his eyes, throws his head back, then walks out of the room. The student thinks he's being abandoned, but he doesn't realize the teacher is just in a deeper state. So he says, the same thing happened with God. We had a base amygdala standing, it was Gavaldic. We had such light, it's great. When suddenly a new idea came into the Ebishter's head, so to speak, into the spheros, into Chachma Vatsilas, a new idea flashed, which is the light of Mashiach. But precisely because of that, Hashem had to stop talking. The prophets' communication had to stop, not because he didn't want to talk to us anymore, not because he's running away, but because something so much deeper is churning now in his mind that he has to go fetch that. Can you imagine how deep that is if it's taking 2,000 years? For the Ebishter to perceive that, so to speak, when we say Ebishter, we mean the Sphero. We say, by God, you can't say anything really new. That's on the essence of God. But in the Spheros, in the, in, the, in the expression of the divine, right? Over there, it can be new ur, new light, new giluyim. And when that comes in. So why am I saying all of this? Because this is the idea of what I'm bringing out, that when you're, having, when you're deep in Chachma, you can't speak. You can't have Dibur. And that's the meaning why David HaMelech's Neshama, David didn't have any life. In Adam Arishon, he doesn't have any life. Because in Adam, David is not yet, it's canceled, he's bottled, he's as if he doesn't exist. Because he's the world of speech, and you don't talk in this day. How do you get the teacher to talk when he's in this trance? So the only Eitzah is to add even more Seichel. What happened with the Arizal? That suddenly by the Arizal, after thousands of years of darkness, suddenly you have a person like the Arizal walking the planet. And two years, he is, he is, he is teaching teachings like no other human being ever before him. And about a hundred and so fifty years later, another man walks the planet with such, with such revolutionary insight and ideas. The Balshem Obviously God was communicating with them. In 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 um, in Derech Matzesecha, he brings a lashon in Achdus Hashem. Mitzvah Achdus Hashem. He uses a lashon over here. Days, everything, everything is on, everything is on suspension this week till Mashiach comes. Hold on, why don't I find it over here? One minute, one minute, one minute here.
Oh, here it is. Yeah, I found it. On page 120. In Achtos Hashem. He says, I will explain this. He says, the unity of God, based on what we heard from the depth of the Baal Shem Tov's teachings and the Magid's teaching, which to them, God revealed himself to them. Very strong Russian. doesn't say they had Gilu Yeliyahu or Niglu Eloikim. God revealed himself to the Baal Shem Tov and to the Magid. It's a Russian in the Rechman Sesecha from the Tzemach Tzedek. So what's going on here? We, we just said that in the, during the time of Golis, Hashem retracts. He's hidden, like the teacher who's hiding from his student, because he has a new idea. And the answer is that sometimes when the idea is just too intense and too strong in your mind, you have to share something with somebody, because or else you can applaud. It's my own interpretation. That in the days of the Yarizal, the days of the Baal Shem Tev, it like became... No, but no. That, that you're going to plot is not my own interpretation. That it says in our Maimer. In our Maimer it says that, that in order for Adam Arishan to give life to David, in order for there to be Amshacha from Adam to David, there had to be even more energy and more illumination illuminating Adam Arishan's Neshama. Kesser was revealed in Chachma. And when Kesser was revealed in Chachma, it, caused, it called Chachma to spill the beans which means to reveal a little bit speech. Like he gives the marshal of a teacher who suddenly, it's like too much, there's so much light that he has to share something with someone or else he's going to plot. It's like overexcited, overload. It's overload, it's connected to today's Tanya, for whoever learned, learned Tanya. We, we spoke about the Irving Saif coming in and then there's holes that are like a little bit burst out, even though it doesn't talk about burst. But that's the Sima, it seems to be the, it's like something has to be nishpa even down here by tzedakah into this world. It pokes a hole in the, and there's a connection. So, what am I saying all of this? Oh, I'm just saying that that could be the explanation of why like in the midst of this dry spell of gullus, you suddenly have a person like the Arizal or the, or the Baal Shem Tov, who I actually read a story today. Everything's coming. I don't know what my brain is totally shut down today. But Baruch Hashem, I'm getting like these interesting associations now, so it's really good. So um, the 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 thing over here is that I read a story today that the Baal Shem Tov once came to visit who? I forgot who. And there was a little baby, one of the tzaddikim. And there was a little child over there, a little baby, mamish like a one or two year old. And the Baal Shem Tov said to the little kid, what's my name? And he said to the Baal Shem Tov, Yitzchak Luria. This kid, this baby, who was eventually going to be a great man, looked at the Baal Shem Tov, and the Baal Shem Tov asked him, what's my name? And he said, Yitzchak Luria, which is the Arizal's name. Which means that the Baal Shem Tov had some of the Arizal's neshama in him as well. And it's really all, you know, all these tzaddikim that are like the giants of the giants. But I'm just saying... <laughs> How suddenly in the middle of Gullus, in the depth of darkness, do you have such giluyim? It makes sense based on what we're saying, that when it gets really brilliant, then you have to share with someone, you can't keep it anymore to yourself. And that's how he explains how David HaMelech's neshama came out from Adam Arishan, because there was a gilui of keser in, there was a revelation of keser in Chachma, Increasing the depth of Chachma, the the, 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 the powerful flow of Chachma. So Chachma had to be Mashpia. And David Amelech's Neshama comes out. And that's why David, David Amelech says in Tehillim, 
Meaning he's saying like this, because you are merumam, Kesar is called Roim. Because of Kesar, because of the Roimamus, you have drawn me out, like a Dilisani is to draw out with a pail of water. Kidilisani, you have drawn me out from a from a from a from an ocean. You've pulled my neshama out privately and and separate me individually. Because Aremimcha Hashem. Makes sense of Pichasidis that we learn all these associations are coming to me today. That in Chasidis we know that Malchus and Keser are connected to each other. The Shirish of Malchus is in Keser. In any case, this is all explaining why um, David doesn't have any life and then how he gets his life. When he gets his life, what happens? What does it mean? It means that Adam Arishan is now being Mashpia to the Dibur. He's being Mashpia life to Dibur because Dibur doesn't have any life, it's silent. But now there's life going to Dibur. And what's being nishpat to Dibur? What's being transmitted to Dibur? Chachma. Adam Arishan is taking his energy flow and giving it to speech. So intelligence is flowing to the kalim, to the vessels of speech, which is David HaMelech. He's the vessels. He's the, that holds them. But that's not enough, he says, because that is extremely abstract Chachma. That's still Chachma as it is beyond the creation. It's not the Chachma of running the world. Because it's Adam Arishan's Chachma. It's Chachmi Allah. It's the supernal Chachma. It's, it's, it's godly wisdom. It's not creation wisdom. David HaMelech needs a different type of wisdom. He needs an intelligence to, be, to, to help him run the creation. David HaMelech as being Malchus to run the world. So for that, he needs to be Mechabal also from Avram, Yosef, and Yaakov. They also give him the years. Avram, Yaakov, and Yosef, because they gave him life, because their, their chayus are, is on a much lower level than Adam Arish. Avram is Chesed, and Yaakov is Teferes, and Yosef is Yesod. And together, they're going to be mashpia into David HaMelech, the chayus that David HaMelech needs in order to be, the chayus that David HaMelech needs in order to be what? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. What? It would be good to have regular water. Problem is that the regular water is not hot, not cold. In any case, oi. not only is he calling in the middle of the shear, he's coming calling unknown in the middle of the shear. No way. Okay. Oh, we'll see. That's what he's explaining. Why Avram Yaakov Yosef and not Yitzchak. Oh, one more point we learned last week is one more point we learned last week is that is that um, the reason why they lost their life by giving it to him spiritual life spiritual hashpa chachma chesed he said Avram is mashpia chesed and Adam Arishim was mashpia chachma right so, 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 so how come they lose their life because they're giving it to David and the answer that he gives, and the reason how it works, is because this that we say that you can illuminate and be mashpia and you don't lose it, is when you're not being when you're being mashpia to something that is be'erech you, that is kind of in the same 
level. But when you are mashpiyah to something that is very, very distant from your madrega, then you have to leave, you, you have to depart from where you are to go down to that level to be mashpiyah. You can't stay in your essential state and be mashpiyah to such a distance. So he explains, David HaMelech comparison to the higher, to the Aves and to Adam Arishan is so, so low. He's the purpose of everything, but he's the lowest of everything. Because he's already the level of Malchus that's already part of the creation. That's in being imbued in the creation. Coming down into Malchus is the lowest, lowest, lowest fall. The lowest descent. And to go down so low, you can't remain. To be mashpia in Malchus, you can't remain in your lofty, elevated... It's not even cold either. No, 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 it's not going to work. All right. It needs to be cold. That fridge doesn't work. Only the bottom of it. That's also true. Okay. That's the reason. Shkoyach. Okay, and I'm going to start now from, this is basically what we were holding last week after we made this introduction. And we are holding Elechein, and we learned already a little further, but I want to go back. Page 218, it's a mamash in the middle of the page. Page 218. The line begins with the word Oila Ma'atzilus, and there's a little dot, and then it says Vilechein, and therefore. So the years that Adam Arishan and the Avais gave to David, was literally lacking from their years. Because we're being mamshech, such exalted lights, and the way it's being nimshach is in a very, very great descent, in which it has to make a major leap. Ma'atzilus libiyah, it has to descend from Atzilus to Bria Yetzir and Asiyah, which the difference between the two is Ein Aroch, there's no comparison at all. It's like, a, it's like an infinite, it's a quantum leap. Ekeshehem Yordin Bibiyah, and when these energies descend down into Bria Yetzir and Asiyah, Behechrich Shemestalkin Ma'atzilus. So they have to depart Atzilus. They can't remain in Atzilus and shine down. Venechsar Misham, and they're being. They become lacking over there. That's why it's called a present. Like it says, You have given it to him, meaning you have given it. When you give something, just like when someone gives a present, you just walked in. Once, once he gave it to his friends, the, the other one, Nechseres Etzloi, it's lacking by him. It's not here anymore. Okay. Now Avram, we said, gave Chesed. Because when a king is a king, it's not enough that a king should just be a ruler. A king needs intelligence. That's what Adam gave intelligence. Adam gave us a higher intelligence. Avram Avinu looks like also gave an Indian of Chachma. 
But in addition to that, he gave chesed. Why did he give five years? Because chasadim are five chasadim. We learned yesterday. There's five powers of chesed. So in order that David HaMelech should be a kind king. And like it says about David HaMelech, that he was oise chesed. He brings a pasuk over here. It says, Vayhi David oise chesed l'chol amal. David was doing kindness to all his people. Where did he get that? Avram Avinu gave the chasadim into David's neshama that he was a very benevolent king. Now Yitzchak didn't contribute to him years. Because if Yitzchak would have given to David the Melech years, then that would, have, that would have been a problem in his kingdom. Because Malchus has, by its very definition, Malchus is full of tzimtzumim, full of contractions. Because the whole idea of Malchus is to be a chayos for the oilam ois hanivrayim, for the creations. If you're going to add more tzimtzumim over there, you're going to over, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, it, you're going to overload with tzimtzum and with gevura, and it's going to be nasty. So therefore, therefore Yitzchak keeps out of it. Yitzchak David klum His madrege is din. like it says, pachad Yitzchak and the pachad of Yitzchak was to me Yaakov, who is receiving from Yitzchak, because Yaakov is teferes, receives from Chesed, and from he says pachad Yitzchak The dread of Yitzchak is to me. In other words, if you're receiving from Yitzchak, what are you getting? You're getting dread. Tzimtzum. What's dread? When you dread something, you cringe. You, you contract. And ve'ein ma'atayrech le'david le'kabala adav ha'ashpah de'pechinas dinim elu. David doesn't need to receive more dinim, mimenu from him. Ki'gam b'lav ha'cha. Even without it, hare dina de'malchisa dina. The law is that you're supposed to listen to the... To the, to the the law of the government is a law, which means you have to listen to the... To the when, when you're living in a country, you have to obey the law of the, um, of the country you're in. But the sages use the word dina da malchus dina, which has a deeper meaning as well. That malchus and government is dinim. It's judged. It's full of laws. They can arrest you, put you in jail. It's full of... No one really wants to have anything to do with the government. When the government comes around, you're like, leave me alone, Right? Um, like it says oh no not really true because in, in America it's called a malchus shel chesed that's why a lot of people live, completely live off the government right? like it says melech bemishpat yamad aretz the king in mishpat he establishes the land el yitzchak which is then what's the difference however if David is full of dinim and yitzchak is full of dinims what's the difference Says Yitzchak, El Yitzchak, who pchinas based in El Yain, is the higher based in. The Nikradina Kashia it's called harsh judgments. Um Malchus who based in Atachtain. Malchus is the lower based in. The Nikradina Rafia it's called the the more looser judgments. They're not as harsh, which is interesting. Generally, you always know that the dinim and their source are not bad. Like in Bina, like the higher you go, the dinim are, 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 but the lower you go, the harsher the dinim are. But here it seems the opposite. That the dinim of Gevura itself are very intense. The dinim as they are, the judgments as they are in Malchus, is not as harsh. The Imkain and if so, So David should not be receiving his life from Yitzchak. So the Gevurais and the judgment should not increase. The opposite. 
Shatarach Lakabal Toisfis Chasadim. He needs in order to in order to um, calm him down from his gavuras, he needs to receive chesed to to uh, to uh, to chill. You need to chill David out. That's the order he receives from Avram. Okay, this is where we were holding last week. This is really the place we were holding. Now Yaakov gave David Amelech 28 years. Why, what's the significance of Yaakov giving 28? This is Gavaldi. This is what it says by Moshe Rabbeinu Olav HaShalom. Moshe Rabbeinu says after the sin of the Meraglim when he's pleading for forgiveness, Let the power of Adna become great. Adna we know is Malchus. Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud. That's Malchus. Koyach Adna is a hidden power in Malchus that needs to be revealed. The Koach of Adna needs to be revealed. You will hear the last, we learned that share. But what is Koyach Adna? When you take the miloi of the name Adna and the miloi of the miloi and you count all of that together, then you have 28 letters. Let's see. Who wants to work with me? We have to write it down. Okay, you ready to write? Okay, we're going to write out Aleph, Dalid, Nun Yud. First and Aleph. You can put them all. Adna, Aleph, Dalid. Now, under the Aleph, put the Miloi. Lamid and Pei. Because Aleph is Lamid Pei. And then under the Dalid, put Dalid, Lamid, Saf. So no, Dalid, no, no, only Lamid and Saf. Lamed and because the Dalid you have already. Ad, Dalid. Nun is Nun, Vav, Nun. And Yud is Yud, Vav, Dalid. Now count that all up. How many letters do we have so far? Twelve letters. Okay. Now we're going to do the Miloy of the Miloy. So what's the Miloy of the... Adana. So what's the miloy of no Aleph? So let's be the miloy of the Lamid. Put a little mem dalid next to the Lamid. Aleph. Now pay, it's probably pay yud or pay hey. I'm not exactly sure how you spell a pay. But whatever, it's only one letter inside of it. Aleph. And then um, what do we have over there? Dalid. So you have to make the miloy of the Lamid. Lamid Mem Dalid. Lamid. Tough. What's tough? Sophist. Tough Yudvav. What's that? Aleph, Dalis, uh, Nun. So the Vav. Vav is sometimes spelled Vav Vav, sometimes it's spelled Vav Aleph Vav. So I don't know which one, we're going to leave that up to Suma when we do the count. 
What? Vav is either Vav Yud Vav. Sometimes it's actually Vav Yud Vav, since Vav Alav Vav. Sometimes it's just Vav Vav. The Shemus of Hashem's name, it's different. Okay, what do we got? Nun. And then the Nun again. So Nun has got another Vav Nun. And then Yud. Where am I holding it? Vav. Where am I holding now? Which mila? Which letter? Which word are we holding now? What did I do? I did already Aleph. We finished the Aleph. We finished the Dalid. Yeah. And now we're holding by Nun. So we did the, the Nun, Vav, Nun, the Vav. And then we have another Nun. We did the second Nun. Okay. So now we're holding by the Yud. Which Yud is Yud, Vav, Dalid. So we need to do the Vav. Okay. Vav, Aleph, Vav. And Yud and Dalit. Dalit Lamit Saf. Now add this up together. Huh? Twenty seven. You have twenty eight? The Vav. Twenty eight. So there you go. So what's happening over here is that we have 28 letters. That's called the miloy of Adna and the miloy of the miloy, the letters that are hidden. So we talk about not just it's hidden in the Alda, it's miloy of miloy. It's really, really hidden, Shebe hidden. Okay? What Yaakov gives to David is the koach of Adna. Why? Because we know that the shayrish of Adna is where? The shayrish of Malchus is where? Follow me. Shoirish of Malchus is where? In Kesser. I just mentioned it earlier. Malchus is connected to Kesser. And Yaakov is Teferis. And we know Teferis rises all the way up to Kesser. So who is Mamshich, the Koyach of Adna, which is the Koyach of Kesser, in, into Malchus? It's coming through Yaakov's Nisham. But he's going to explain what does it mean. The, and, and why did Moshe Rabbeinu daven for that after the Chet of the Meragla? Davki daven for this Indian. The Indian and the idea is Kishem Adna who mocker the Biya. The name Aleph Talad Nun Yud is the source of Briya Tzir and Asiya. Um Islabish Behem and encloses himself in them, Lahach Yoisam to enliven them. Kishem Adnos because the name Adon is Davke Kishayesh Avadim. You can't be an Adon, you can't be a master if there's no servants. There has to be servants. Kamashakasa Bezayar, like it says in Zayar, the Antishtamoida Adon al Kula. You are a master over everything. There has to be an everything. Now, good. So that's the name itself. Upirush miloy adna. What's the miloy of adna? Miloy is always what's hidden. That which is hidden in the, in the king. That which can't reveal itself in Bria Yetzir and Asiya. To enliven them. That it should be revealed and communicated to them in this in this in this governorship. It is concealed and hidden in him. This is the miloy. Al example. Just like the hidden letters of the miloy of letters in a word. They're hidden in those letters. Right? You can't hear the miloy. 
Because when I'm, when I'm saying, let's say, Shema, so you don't hear the, sh- the part of the Shin, that Shin, you don't hear. Because I said Shema, you heard the Sh. The Shin you heard, but you didn't hear the Shin, the Yud Nun, when I said Shema. When I say Shin, yeah. But I'm saying Shema, or in the Mem, you don't hear the second Mem, you only hear the first Mem, Shim. Which means it's there, but it's hidden. To, it's there in the letter, but it's not revealed to the hearer. And that's the same thing. The inyanim is malchus, that's not revealed to the recipients. But it's in the king, but it's not revealed to the recipients. Those inyanim are called the helim that's in malchus. Mefurishem gufa oisius is the letters themselves. Avalam the hidden part of it, komus betoicham bepchenas helim, is concealed in them, contained in them in a concealed state. Adna is the revealed part that's nimshach and biyah, to enliven them. Al through this that he's a master over them. and his kingdom is the kingdom of all worlds. which this itself that God is a king over them, that's enlivening them. They're being enlivened by God being a king over them. But the pnimius of the king cannot reveal itself in biyah. Biyah meaning in the three lower worlds. It is hidden in him. This is the miloi. Which has, it comes out, which means it has 28 letters. That's why it's called koyach. Because it's the koyach, it's the power, it's the pnimius, the power that's in him, but is not showing itself. I am biurei azoyar. Let's see. He brings the hago over here. Look in the in the explanations in the zohar. Parshas tisa beinyan machtes hashekel mavur sham pirish veinyan milui shuhu kamoi adam amedaber eze inyan. It's like a person who speaks something. V'yashloi bezek kavana amuka. Here you have a person who is, who is speaking and he has a very deep kavana in that which he's saying. But you don't, you don't see it openly in his words. It's like a person says something and he's saying it for a reason. A lot of times you have people and they're saying, they're saying I said so and so because I wanted to convey the message to so-and-so about this. But they didn't say it openly. And no one else gets it. And you ever hear that? No one else sees what the person wants. But maybe that person does get it. But it's hidden in the words. So the kavana is there, but it's not being... This is the pnimius of the dibur shemadabur. It's the power in it, but it's not revealed. Now, why does Moshe want to evoke that? When Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to draw down forgiveness and atonement for the Jewish people, for the sin of the golden calf, Omar said, the internal part of Adna, the hidden part, which will bring him to forgive the sin. Moshe wanted forgiveness. Why? Because this is from 
the level called erachapayim, he's he takes long to get anger, which is from keser, which over there is where forgiveness comes from. Why? What's the beer? I think the beer is, and the explanation is, keser is ratzon, is will. When a person wants to be a king, A beat. At the sweeten the judgment. Okay. So the idea is it works like this. What does it work? As a. Oh. This is the thought. When someone wants to be, when someone decides or wants to be a king or have any position of authority, if you're a bad person, if you're going to, if you're going to uh, what's it called again, um, pick a job and you're looking to be a warden in a prison, obviously the type of people that go to pick those jobs are generally shlechta mentioned. What does shlechta mentioned mean? Shlechta mentioned means shlechta mentioned. You don't have to explain what that means. Yeah, from all the jobs in the world, you couldn't find yourself a better job than to be a guard in a prison. Obviously, it's people that like to, that enjoy... Uh, okay, they talk to criminals, but, but, but the fact that you have such a chayas in doing that is a little bit of a problem. Right? But most people, when a person is go- going to be a king, he wants, he wants to be a king because he feels he can be a leader. And he, can te- and he can guide, and he can inspire, and he can give. But Amasat says, by a real king, the king doesn't want to be a melech. But once you evoke an Emiratsan to be a king, it's not because he wants to punish. Once he's a king already, and people are disobeying the laws, then you have to punish. The problem is that sometimes the problem is that sometimes the punishment uh, can become the, per, the punishments can become so severe, the situation that the king kind of forgets even that he ever wanted how do you sweeten from the king, that's the point, how do you sweeten at the moment the king is angry that someone disobeyed if he can only come back in, to, in touch with his initial desire to be a king, that sparked the whole desire over there, like it's 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 full of it's full of goodness. The impetus to be a king, the desire to be a king, was not. So, so if the the feeling of, of 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 kingship right now, is detached from its source, from its koach, from its original power, then the judgments are very harsh. But if you can bring it back to where it to where the initial desire is to be a melech. That sweetens all the judgments because over there it's kulei chesed and rachmim, and ba'orpenei melachayim, as we say in the in the, fight, the face of the kings. There's radiance, there's life. That's really what he wants. If you sometimes you get too caught up, you get too caught up. You know, a parent gets too caught up in disciplining their child, and it reaches a point where just all they can see is the disciplining, and you have to pull them back a little bit and say, "Hey, this is your child, and you're a parent. Go back to the love. Go back to the origins of the relationship, where it all begins." And that's the idea. Malchus is the one attribute that because it's so, clo- it get, it's so close to the actual creation and to running the things, it's very possible for Malchus to overheat. So she needs coolant all the time. She needs coolant to cool down the gvuris of Malchus. How does she get coolant that cools down her engine? That she's 
is you have to you have to be megaleh the source, the ratzon to be a melech. And over there, you think you don't want this? Of course. So you know. So you know that what? You can't let people get away with murder. You have to punish. But the punishments are far more um, lenient when you connect it to the source. Make sense? And that's the idea of That's what I think it is. That's what the sages say. That if someone says with all of his koach, then even if God forbid there has been a decree in heaven to cut him off from his 70 years, that means generally a lifespan of a person, 70 years, Today's days, Baruch Hashem, it has been expanded many years, people to live much longer. But it was used to be that rarely did someone live more than 70. Now, Gezar Din Shal Ayn Shana means if God forbid someone had a Gezerah that he was supposed to die young. If he answers, Amen Yehesh made Abba, with all of his Koach, then he rips, then they rip this Gezar Din, and the person is given a, is given a pass. Right? The, 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 the decree has been annulled. Why up is Amin Yehishmei and why Bechol Koychai? So now he explains the idea. Pidush Bechol Koychai Shal Amin Yehishmei It doesn't mean Bechol Koychai just with all of his strength. It's it, with all the Koyach of Amin Yehishmei Rabba. Why of Amin Yehishmei Rabba? Sheyesh Boy Koyach Oisiyos. There's 28 letters in Amin Yehishmei Rabba. Mevarach la'olam la'olmei omaya. 28 letters. If you count. And hear this. V'chein mi yizgadel ad omen yehish mei rabba. And also from yizgadel v'yizgadel shemei rabba to omen yehish mei rabba is 28 words. Yizgadel v'yizgadel shemei rabba. V'olma. Amen. Is counted. Let's see. V'olma. Di. V'ra. Chirusei. V'yamlech. Machusei. As a work, it's only 25. Let's start again. It's 40. It's Tonight is a night. You said it's linear. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's twenty-seven. But what is it? Twenty-eight. Why is it off one? No, but the amen is counting. The amen at the end. Oh, no, no, there is another Amen. Yehesh Rabba is the next, is already the beginning of the, okay, you're right. 
So it's that Amen is counted as 28. Usually we can rely on what it says in the book. You don't have to check it, but I like checking. It's the Masnagid that's inside of me. In any case, there is 28 words in Yehesh Meiram. And what is this? So what are you really saying when you're saying Kaddish? What's going on? What's really happening? Why do we say Kaddish so many times? And why do we say Kaddish to alleviate the pain of a soul? Crazy. I just had such a light in my head. Why do you say Kaddish to, for, a, for, a, for a person dies? Because if they're in Gehenim, that's what it is. To, to, illumin, to alleviate the pain of the neshama in Gehenim. That's what you do. It's basically, every time you say Kaddish, you're giving them an Advil. It's a painkiller. You would say it only the first year. And then after your sites. But, but, but the first year we say 11 months because it helps the neshama in Gehenim. If a neshama is in Gehenim for a while, so we say that no one is longer there than 11 months, 12 months, and we don't want to think that our relative is the worst. So let's say 11 months, and we, just to be sure. But why, what does it have to do? And the answer is, now you can all, based on what we just spoke about before, you understand, this makes perfect sense. Malchus, Yizkadav Yizkadah Shmei Rabbah is really all about Shmei, Shmei Rabbah, the great name of Hashem is what? That's Malchus. Malchus is called Hashem's name. Malchus is the one who judges. Dina de Malchus Dina. Malchus is the, the judge. It's, it's the, we said before, it's the based in. So Malchus judges. Sometimes the judgments get very harsh because you wrecked my world. Person comes back, the Neshama comes back after 120. The Ebrister says, the Shechina says, the, the, the power says, What did you do? You wrecked my world. I sent you down to help me out. Instead, you, you only made me trouble. And she's angry. So she has to show and can punish very harshly. And that's what causes the punishments of Gehenim and whatever it is. So you need to get Malchus back in touch with Keser, with Rachamim, with the kindness, with the compassion, with the, with the Shoirish, with the Ratzon of Malchus. And that's what you're doing, Yizkadal Yizkadal, let it become expanded, let it become holy. You're bringing down from Gedula and Kedusha into Shmei Rabbah. And that's why it's 28 letters, because it's the Koach Adna, it's the power of Adna, that's the source. Especially when you say the words, Yehei Shmei Rabbah Mavarach, let the name of Hashem be blessed, which also means that it should receive light from its source. And then, so it's sweetening the judgments. It's the koyach adna. It's bringing malchus. Into, right? And that's the reason, right? And that's why also, if you say it, if there's been a, a negative decree upon a person, which is also, dina de malchus dina, you violated chas v'shalom, one of the commandments, the person needed to be chas v'shalem, had the punishment of death, you can, you can erase that. Why? Because when the melech gets back to his source, that's the idea, then all the, all the judgments fall away. Um, like we said in Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu got forgiveness for the Jewish people also. Because he was Mo'erer Koyach Adna. V'zeu gam kein inyan chav cheshan ha'shan ha'shan Yaakov l'david. This is also the reason why Yaakov Avinu gave 28 years to David. Tafka 28 years. David is Malchus. And Yaakov is giving him Hamshacha from Keser to Malchus. So that's why he's giving him 28. Yaakov is giving Amen Yehei Shmei Rabba to David HaMelech. That's what he's doing for him. 
Um, this is the internal part of Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. And it's the main koyach of Malchus. To enclose itself in the attribute of Malchus. That even though David has it, it's his panemius. But the question is, this union of Malchus might not be shining in David's kingship. So Yaakov Avinu is drawing this down to cause it to illuminate in David Amelot's kingship. Why Yaakov? Ki Yaakov hu Yaakov is the center bar, and he's the only one who can be mamshech from Keser. Because he's in direct line of Keser. Shem avriach men al de Keser. From the supernal point, from the upper corner uh, um, end of Keser. At Keser ha'tachlein de Malchus, to the bottom, uh, uh, very end of Malchus. Ki hu rachamim, because he is compassionate. And compassion comes, is, is, is flows from the highest. And through compassion, compassion reaches very deep. Like we say, if you can touch someone, everybody knows in, 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 uh, if you're in the world of fundraising, the, 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 the most powerful thing is if you can move people to pity. You can move people to get their hearts moved for the compassion and the plight for something, then then they'll open up their their pocketbooks, and they'll give big time. Right? Because when you t- because compassion touches in a person in a very deep place, so when they're moved in that deep place, they they really really are giving from. And we say, he's dafka the one shehim shechboi mepchenas chavches from the 28 letter, letters, which is the koyach and the hidden Indian that is in Malchus. Yosef, Nasan David. Now let's go to Yosef. So far, ya, um, David HaMelech has how many years? 33 years? Five from Avram. And um, 28 from, from Yaakov. This is besides the 70 he gets from other Marisha. Yosef gives for David 37 years. And what are they? It's Gavaldi. That's the 10, he gives them all the 10 attributes. Who Yutzviras? He gives him 10 attributes. Yosef gives to, Yo, to the David the 10 attributes. Yosef was supposed to live as old as his father. His father lived to 147. But Yosef didn't live to 147. He lived only to... to uh, why was Yosef supposed to live as long as his father? Let's stop for a minute. Why is Yosef supposed to live as long as his father? The answer is because Eilat told us Yaakov Yosef. Yosef is Yaakov. That's why they look the same. It says Yosef's whole Indian is to translate whatever Yaakov is to the next world. So therefore it made sense that Yosef should live as long as Yaakov. Why didn't he live as long as Yaakov? Because he gave 37 of his years he gave to David HaMelech. So you see these people, they, the Torah says they were punished, they died, they had Mesiris Nefesh. They took from, literally from their blood and they gave it. So he gave it to but why 37? So he says, Gavaldic, 37 of the 10 spherot. Why is 37 the 10 spherot? Because 7 are the 7 lower attributes, which are single digits. The 7 lower attributes are single digits. Then 3 are the 3 moichen. Chachma binadas. But they're 30. That's not 3. That's 30. 37. Why are the, why are the 
moichen, the intellectual attributes of Chachma bin Adas, why are they um, double digits? Why are they tens, thirty? And the other ones, and the and the um, the individual spheres, Chesed Gavurit Feres, are single digits. And the answer is because the energy that's in the emotions is is only a tenth from the energy that's in the in the in the moichen. Moichen is much higher, and it says in Kesar there there are hundreds. And then there's then there's then there's thousand, ten thousand, goes higher. The higher you go up. And we see, find that, you know where we find this concept? He's going to bring it in a moment. It says, Vayihi Chaya Sarah was the life of Sarah. Mea Shana, a hundred years. Esrim Shana, twenty years. Sheva Shanim, and seven years. So it's interesting that, so it says like this, Sheva Shanim is only seven. That's the seven Midot. Esrim Shana, twenty years. That's Chachma and Bina. They're twenty, ten each. And Mea is Keser. That's how she has all her years. Kechab, Chagas, Nehim. So Yosef is the one who Yutzviris, Kigimel Rishonis Nikro Lamid, Lefishakol Echad Mehem Kolome Eser, each one is ten. The Zion Taton and the lower seven, Nikro Zion, are called Zion. So thirty-seven. Ekeinyan Amavua Bezayar, Bepidish Vayish Nechayes Sara, Meyashana, Zbchinas Keser, Esrim Shana Abba Veimo, father and mother, which is Chachme and Bina. Each one has ten. The Sheva Shanim and the seven years. And Zion Tatan. These are the lower, the lower seven. The Kahu Inyan Lamed Zion. The Yosef. These are the thirty-seven of Yosef. Shahagimul Rishonis Nikra Lamed. The the first three are called Lamed. The Zion Tatan Hem Zion. And the lower seven are only seven. Kimispar. I'm like their number. Achlohav in to understand. We need to understand. I mean, we, we said already, David HaMelech was pretty, doing pretty good already. Yaakov gives him from Keser. Avram Avinu gives him from Chesed. Adam Arishan gave him from Chachma. So if anything, he needs the... And Yitzchak, we don't want him to get from. We don't want to give it... You know, we don't want Yitzchak to make a contribution. <laughs> because Yitzchak is full of judgments. And we don't want David HaMelech to receive more judgments. We want more Chesed. No, 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 we don't want Gevura. We learned about it earlier. We don't want more Gevura. Too much gavura will be too harsh. That's it. Yeah, okay, so we don't, but we don't want more of that harshness. So now, if that's the case, so we need only from the other one. So why does Yosef have to give from everyone? And why Dafke Yosef? And the answer why Dafke Yosef, we get it right now, because Yosef is Yesod. And who is the main mashpia in Tamalchus? Yesod gives Tamalchus. Yesod is the mashpia. So Achlohav and Maui and Gimel Rishonim Shenas and Yosef for David that Yosef has to give David. Valoi Adam Arishan Nasan by me Madrega Soi. Adam Arishan had already given him from his Madrega. Shehu Pchenas Achachma, which is the level of Chachma. Ach Inyan, the idea is Kinizbar Leel. We said earlier Sheyesh Beis Minei Hamshaches Achachma. There's two types of Chachma. B'Malchus Echad Yachachma Yelah. One is the supernal Chachma. Habeis Achachma Shebemidos, and the other one is the Chachma of Midos. You know, there's two types of chachmas. I'll give you two types. Hold on a second. There's two types of chachmas. There is chachma that someone is extremely, extremely brilliant. But they don't have, but there's a different type of chachma. There is the chachma that people have in, there are people that are brilliant in, 
Now, there are people that are abstract scientists, and they're really great in it, but they don't have a chachma with people. And then there are people that are very, very, I, wanna say, I don't want to say the word people smart, that's not the right word. What would be the right word? The people that understand people very well. What? Personable. Yeah, chachmas chayim means the chachma of life. It's, it, but it's just, it's just, it's just. Yeah, no, but the street smart is to be a chevraman. I'm not talking about being a chevraman. I'm talking about someone that understands understands the best how to deal with people. Like you'll go to a, you know someone who has the chachma of a chachma of psychology. It's chachma of a psychology. It's this, yeah, one second, but this is Chachma Shebe Midas. This is Chachma, in, chachma of the Midas, of emotions, of character, of. of what? Yeah, businessman has it, but also. What? No, 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 I'm talking simple. There are people that if you need to know if you're having a. You know, a, 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 a psychologist, a therapist, and people like that. Have a chachma in regards to midot. It's not a chachma of abstract. You know, there might be that chasidist, he doesn't know. But he has a, sh- a good sense and understanding of the appropriate midot to use when and when, and what and where, and to pick up on that. And that's, a, that's its own individual kind of chachma. And what we're saying is that Adam Arishan gave the abstract chachma to David Amelech. But now Yosef has to, gives the Chabad of the Midas. It's called, in, in Atzilus, there's two types of Chabad. There's Chabad as it is for itself, and then there is the Chabad as it becomes the Moichen of the Er Anpin, the Moichen of the Midas. And the Moichen of the Midas is a much lower level of Mochen, a much lower level of understanding than the Midas. How to conduct the affairs of the world. And how to have the Chesed, or Yadin, or the Din, or Yarachmanis, or Rachamim. The Nikraim, they are called Moichin Deza. They are called the Moichin of the Ze'eramp. But the Chachma of Atzilus of itself, is much higher than the level of Midois. And even for it to be Moichin, and tam and reason for flamida for amida lahanegas amida to conduct the amida. Elohu pchinas chachma atzmius. It's a very very essential chachma. Kemoyal derech matzul. For example, he says sheyesh lamata below. We find there are chachmas sheinon noigim lamidos. There are chachmas that are not nogeya to midos. Kemoy chachmas atalmud, like chachma of talmud. Veshari chachmas and other science sciences. Kemoy shekasa besidur bepidish mamer azayar. Tlasa de inon zminin mekadesh, abeparshas emor, ayn sham beer inyan kadesh mila bigarmehu. He explains the idea of chachma as chachma stands ligarme, it stands by itself, no shaykhas to the midas. Vihine bepchinas malchus, in malchus nimshachim gam came a base mine chachma elo. Malchus needs to receive from both these chachmas. Yosef is shpia, Yosef is being mashpia, mepchinas a chachma shabe midas. He is being mashpia the lower chachma, the chachma of midas. The high nolias pchenas chachma b'malchus. 
that Malchus should have Chachma Lahaneges Hamalucha to conduct the affairs of the kingdom Bechachma with wisdom. Like we spoke, that was particular David Amelech's talent, and that he got from Yosef. Now, David, now, interesting, Yosef had that in his kingdom. When he was prime minister in Mitzrayim, or king in Mitzrayim, the viceroy in Mitzrayim, he also um, led the country with perfect precision. It's, it's, it's the Chachma of Midas. Not to give too much, but not to diminish. This is called Klug. Sometimes people are very wise and they're brilliant, but they're not klug. The Yiddish word is klug. Klug is just, just knowing how to deal with people. Clever. Or wise, maybe you would call it. That is rooted in the supernal chachma. Was giving him the essence of chachma. That's not no geya to midas. But why is Yosef's business to do this? Because Yosef is the commander of the land. He's shalit ala aretz. Shalit meaning he's the ruler over the land. And what's Malchus? Malchus is called aretz. Yosef, who is the shalit on the aretz, means that he is the one in charge over Malchus. Mepchenas yesoid za tzadik elyon, the supernal tzadik. Shehu iker ha mashpia bemidas ha-malchus. He's the main mashpia, who's mashpia in Malchus. Kamoshe kasev, like it says, v'yosef, like we said earlier. Hu ha-mashbir. Yosef is the mashbir. He is the shalit, he is the ruler, but he's also the mashbir, he's the supplier. Ala aretz, onto Malchus. Lekach nosan hu b'yichud mikola esesviris. That's why Yosef needed to give him specifically from all the ten sefiris. He collected from everybody. Ledavid shuhubchenas malchus. To David, that is that is the level of malchus. He gave him gimel rishainos. He gave him the first three, the gam zayin tata, and also the seven lower ones. Sheheim hen lamed zayin shana, which are the thirty-seven years haniskalel, which I said earlier. Now he doesn't explicitly answer why Adamarishan's years. Don't count separately than the other. He says years. One of the questions he asked in the beginning of the Mimer, then that he should have lived 140 years. He got 70 from him and said, "Doesn't count." I think he understands that you'll figure it out on your own. So I think the Hezbollah is, since other Mauritians' years are still so lofty, so it really it's like it has to. Even though he's giving it to him, it might mean that it needs to like, it's chachma, it's chachma, and then it has to come down. A second time through them, maybe I'm not. Like, well, so, so then, he, if, if he's getting soif kol soif shachas and they're translating into years, or maybe because it's not negaya to his malchus, he doesn't live them physically, the years of other marish. I'm not exactly sure. I'm just trying to figure this out. from all these lights on him that is drawn above in Malchus of Atzilus Mikol Bechinoi Sanal from all these levels. Adam from Adam, the Avos and the Avos, Mikula Nimshach Bedavid, from all of them is drawn down in David. Kiklolius Malchus da Atzilus, Ha'irab Malchus David. Because the entire, the general life force of Malchus da Atzilus was shining in David Amelot's kingdom. 
Lihiyoyz b'malchusoy gam kein beiz minei chachma. That his malchus should contain two types of chachma hanal. Vehei chasadim da Avraham. And the five powers of kindness of Avraham. Vekoyach adna da Yaakov. And the power of Aleph dan David nun yud, which is the, the Ratzon and that of Keser of Yaakov. Vezayin tatoin. And then the seven lower ones, al yedei Yosef. And including the moichen that belonged to them. The 37 years. For who al derech mashekasa bi Yeshua. And this is similar to what it says about Yeshua. Ish asher ruach boy, A man who had a spirit in him. That is able to relate to every single person individually. How was Yeshua able to deal with every person on their own and with their own language? Because you know, you know why Yeshua needed that more than anybody else? I'm just guessing right now. What did he say? But Yeshua, that he was able to go because he was dividing the land. And when you're going to divide with 600,000 Jews and you're going to give them pieces of land, everybody's going to want what the other one got. So you need someone who really could speak to every single person and calm everybody down that this is the right thing for them. Because everybody's looking what their neighbor has. And for each one to be able to do that, you had Yeshua who had that. But what was his talent to be able to do to speak to everybody? Was because Yeshua is a man whose neshama is rooted in the source where all the neshamas are rooted. So when you're, when you're neshama, why is it that our Rebbe was able, whoever came to him, he had the language to speak to them, their language. See, was he just because he's brilliant? Just because he's like the super therapist? That's not what it is. It's because he's a neshama kalelas that included all neshamas of every Jew. And because he includes within his neshama the neshama of every single yid, he can speak, and everybody thinks that he's mamish the doctor for his soul. Because it's that channel, when you came to him, he was in touch with the you that's in him. He activated the you that's in him, and that's how he spoke to you. And when he spoke to someone else, it was a completely different person, because he activated the... Your neshama in him was connecting. He was connecting to you from that place. Shekarlelah says, he says, Kol samach deyos. He includes within himself the 600,000 deyos, which means minds and also temperaments. Everything. Shosamach reish neshamas of the 600,000 souls. And David HaMelech had that as well. Because he had a whole collage from all the attributes. Everything was nimshach in him. From the, that's the attributes from all the others. And the same is also David in his malchus nimshach v'neslabish gam came mepchinas chachma from the chachma v'upchinas klolis ha-chachma that's the general chachma shekoyla l'chol ha-deyas that includes everything which isn't the case with all the kings even though they were wise hainu sheneslapsha b'chinas ha-chachma chachma was enclosed in them but we're benitzitz ha-prati shalem in their own individual spark as an individual human being, but not as the, in their aspect of leadership. In his own character, in his own techuna, Shleim HaMelech was very wise, but not in his kingship. This was not affecting the people. It's a prat and not a klal. But the only question I do have, and we, spoke, we mentioned it last week, that when the Torah describes Shlomo HaMelech's wisdom, it gives stories of how he ruled with wisdom. The story about the, the, the baby with the two mothers, 
and the different things where you see Chachma Shloim in regards to him running the affairs of the country. Amnam, hear this. This is Gavaldig. Inyan Sha'ul, how about Sha'ul Amelech, who Sha'ayah Mepchinaz Bina, Sha'lamaylam and Amalchus. Sha'ul Amelech is a whole different level of king. Sha'ul Amelech came before David. Why is Sha'ul Amelech the king before David? And then once David takes over, you know, the Malucha doesn't remain. But why, did they, then why do we need Sha'ul? Why shouldn't David Amelech have been the first king? And the answer is, Sha'ul Amelech's sole source is higher than David. His nisham is rooted in, in Bina. How do you know that? Like it says in the Pasuk, Sha'ul merachayvis anar. That Sha'ul that comes from rachayvis anar. Now what's, what's interesting is, that when it mentions Sha'ul from rachayvis anar, this is talking about, in Pasha's Bereshis, amongst the kings that lived in the land of, land of Edom, talks about the descendants of, of Edom which we learned in the Chumash today about Edom. So the, the, the kings who lived in Edom, which we know the, the Darizal explains that that's referring to the kings who lived and died and lived and died. They were the Shvira Sakelem of Toh, concept we spoke all the time. So one of the kings that ruled, his name is Shaul. And it says over there, he came from a place called Rechai the broad river. So we're not even talking about Shaul HaMelech. We're talking about the kids, a different Shaul. But that's enough. The fact that we find the name Shaul or Chayvas Anar is in, this is hinting to and alluding to, even though it's talking about Edom, it's also alluding to King Shaul, who was Merachayvas Anar. And what does it have to do? Okay, so he comes from the river. What does it have to do with Bina? Bina is called Rechovas Anar. Because the difference between Chachma and Bina, what's Rechovas Anar? Rechovas Anar means a broad river. And why is Bina called a river? And we, we know this it says, Vinahar Yotzeme Eden. The river that goes out of Eden is Bina. Eden is Chachma. Because what's the idea? Just like a spring. Where does a river start? What is the river head? A river head comes from a few springs from beneath the ground that are giving out water. And then the water flows into and becomes ultimately a river. But first from the Mayan, it's very, very just a few drops. And then in the river, it becomes a gushing river. So the same is with Chachma. Chachma is a tiny little flash. Bina is expansion. The details. Shaul comes from Bina. That's why he came from Rechav the Yiduot is known that Bina is called Rechai Vaisanor and because he's higher than Malchus that's why he can never fortify the kingdom. He was a higher level but as a king he did not have that, that his power was not kingship. He was sitting in to be a king. So why, why did we use him? Why take someone whose nisham is not cut out for being a king to be the king? Why? Take a look. Oh, what did you just say? He was borrowed. We needed someone. Shol means, shol means borrowed. <laughs> if the, maybe if they didn't, they, we needed someone there and the guy wasn't ready yet. David HaMelech wasn't already, uh, whatever reason, wasn't around. So we needed someone to sit in, fit in for him. So we borrowed him to be a melech. He was sitting in. It's not his position, really. Ella, shashah. But let's get there in a minute. But before we continue to that, this will also explain why Shaula Melech was, was what's called again, punished immediately. He lost his kingdom. He did one avera and he lost his kingdom. He didn't kill out the Amaleks. And God, because of that one sin, boom. 
And David HaMelech, he did more than one sin. And it says that David HaMelech didn't lose his kingdom. And the answer is because Shaul is from a much higher level. And the higher you Nishama is from, the, the greater the smallest thing. The tiniest blemish that the sages say, Tzadikim HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Tzadikim, the Abishter is medaktik is 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 is, um, is is what's it called again? Um, takes them to task on the tiniest kechutasar on a hears if they do something wrong, it's like a hear a tiny hear. They're already held accountable. The Balshemtiv said, "Hear this. This is remember. This is something that you should remember. Like because I there's so many things we say. But it's a good thing to remember. I don't know why I'm saying you should remember this, but but the Balshemtiv said that the machshav zara that the that the Alien thought that a tzaddik has, a little, a little thought, a little davening, he thinks of something else that's not davening, has a bigger pegam, causes a greater blemish in the supernal worlds than the biggest sins of the big Russia. A guy, a big Russia, goes ahead and he does the worst avera. Right? He, has an, he has a forbidden relationship, he has a, eats, eats trafe, he's chalal Shabbos, he does like really bad stuff. He doesn't cause such a wreckage like a tzaddik when he has a tiny little negative thought. It doesn't have to be so negative. It just doesn't misplaced thought. Because, because, so Shaul is on a much higher level than David. So that's why because of the, because of the, the, the sensi- sensitivity of where he is from, it's the tiniest blemish is a big thing. Even with one sin, he lost it. Like it says, and those that are close to him, tremble a lot. And the Chazal say that the word nisara comes from the word seor, which means a here. Ella, okay, but why is he king? They took him from his very elevated post and they brought him to a lower thing. See, we, this teaches you a very interesting thing. You always, everybody has to do what they're meant to do. And it works both ways. If you're doing something that's above you, you're going to get hurt. And you're going to shalom, cause a destruction. If you're doing the work that's below you, it's also going to hurt you. Now, it doesn't mean that sometimes it says, where there's no one to do the job, you got to do it. When there's no one else to do it, don't think, I'm, I'm bigger than that. You have to do it. That's true. But that means that that is from time to time. You have to step out of your world and do something when you have to fill in the blank. But as your general avoda, your position needs to be that something that is shaykh to who you are. And if, you're, if you can be whatever, um, a, a big teacher or a big rabbi, and instead you're, you're, doing a, you're running a matzah factory, it's very good. Matzah, making matzah is very, very important. But let someone else make matzah. You go ahead and teach. You go ahead and do this. It's, everybody needs to be doing what they need to be doing. Shaul HaMelech was, was located to do a lower job and it didn't work out for him because it's not, it's not his Indian. Oh, but he's going to explain, well, 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 why Taka? Oh, you asked the question. But why Taka then? If this is the case, Hashem knows this. So why is he appointing Shaul HaMelech to be a king when Shaul HaMelech is not supposed to be him? And the answer is, the answer is that what? That everything at the beginning is very hard to initiate. Kol is kashis. It's very hard to start something new. It's hard to get to get something new. Once you get something started, it already goes. 
But to get something started is very difficult. Especially God's kingship in this world is the most difficult thing to establish. It's the purpose of all of creation and it's the hardest thing to establish. You see, even after the Jews went out of they didn't have a king until David HaMelech came along. It took such a long time for Hashem's, for Hashem, because what does a king mean? A king means that the world is under God's control completely. That the world is obeying, that the, and of course the Abish doesn't control over everything, but well, that's in a hidden way. But in a revealed way, that Hashem's sovereignty, v'hoi Hashem l'melech ha-kolaretz. David HaMelech starts it, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't last, it falls. Sukkas David, Hanai falls. David HaMelech's little sukkala, it's, it's called a hut, it falls in the time of exile. And it's only going to be permanently established in Mashiach, it came. So you see, but David HaMelech at least got it started, but David HaMelech couldn't start it in his own. You know why David couldn't start it? Because he's only Malchus, and Malchus couldn't make the... David had to call in the heavy guns. You have to call in the big tanks, the heavy hitters, to come sit on the throne of being a king before he can, before David HaMelech can sit down on that throne because his neshama is a, is a, is a small neshama in compared to Shaul HaMelech. So you bring Shaul HaMelech first down to be a melech. He is at least going to be able to initiate it and start it. He's going to, ultimately he's going to fail, but at least he's going to get the engine going. And once it's going, David HaMelech can come and take the place and have it permanently. Like we find in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Mishkan, that in the, every, there was daily karbonis every single day. But on the first 12 days when they put up the Mishkan, we once learned, they brought a, a, a load of karbonis, they kept them, the, you know, every, every, every one of the Nesim brought called Chanukah Samizbeach. Why? Because it's a Chanukah. And when you're doing a Chanukah, you need extra energy and extra effort and extra power. So for the Chanukah Samalchus, we had to borrow someone from really high. He, be, he was the king to initiate this. And after he initiated it, the rest can go. Because all, all um, things are difficult. We have to draw it down from the highest place, Kiddu, as it is known. And the idea of the Chanukah Samizbeach, Ayin Mitzvah Ne'er Chanukah, Okay, now we're going to get to the part about Mashiach. Now we need to understand, Why Mashiach is also going to be a king. The reason we're learning this, this whole, the reason why I chose this Mimer, because since Petishavav Noilad Mashiach, now is the time most appropriate for Mashiach. So we're learning about the actual making of Mashiach. So Mashiach's kingdom, Gam Kenyi Melech, he will also be a king. Now we have a real Kasha. Based on what we said in the first chapter, The coming of Mashiach, all the Jewish people will be very great scholars. Like it says, that the world is going to be filled with divine knowledge. And it says in the passage, and that a person will not learn from anybody else. People will be so full of knowledge. Why did they need a king? What's the answer we gave till now? David HaMelech's kingdom was so great because he had not stam melucha, he also had chachma Okay, but when Mashiach comes, everybody will be big chachamim. 
The Rambam says, So we have our Chachma. So we don't even have to learn Chachma from David. So what's the Indian that Mashiach is going to be a Melech? Even on the there's one Torah for everybody. were also commanded. the whole reason you need a king, any king, is so that everybody can have bittel. Well, what's with the people that are above that? That they have their own bittel. In truth, the Shaykh to be a king even on, on Tamid Chacham. That means even Vilna and Shklov and Lakewood and Bnei Barak, they also need a Melech. They also need a Rebbe. They think Chatam et Chacham. And the reason is, Hakam Shemaskilim B'Torah Sashem. Even though they're masculine, they have great haskalah in the Torah of Hashem. The Einam Nitzrachim Lias Bebchenas Bittul. And they don't need to be in a state of Bittul, Ke'eved, Al Derechanao Perekalaf, like a servant, because they have the sensitivity in the soul. Elashi Bechenas Melucha Yoyser Nailas. This is a higher Melucha. The Indian and the idea is this is Gavaldik. Kia Torah Bechenas Beligvul. Torah is limitless. Ikamaimer, and as it says, Yelchu Mechayel El Chayel. It says they will go from strength to strength. There's endless levels in Torah. Everything is higher and higher. In the manner of grasping and understanding Torah. That means there's higher levels and there's higher levels and there's higher levels and there's higher and higher and higher and there's believable higher. One of the main accomplishments with Mashiach will come is that people are going to get to, the Torah is going to unravel. Today's days we only see the external, external. We hardly, hardly, hardly experience the, the outer surface of the Torah. It goes endlessly deeper. When Mashiach will come, there's going to be Gilealakus, Bahasagas Pnimiya Satayra. And the Asaga of Pnimiya Satayra, the innermost of the Torah. Mashiach is going to be the greatest teacher of all time. He is going to teach Torah, but he's going to teach the inner part of the Torah. To all the people. Even what is now hidden, I mean, even after the Arizal, the Zohar, all this, all Kabbalah and all the hidden stuff that we know, this is all only a little, 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 little taste of the light of Mashiach, what Mashiach is going to teach. Even though he's going to be a huge teacher, he himself is definitely going to understand much more. Because not everything that he comprehends by himself is he able to reveal and teach to people. Regular people, meaning as... As he's going to teach. But he's going to teach and teach and teach to everybody. But as much as he's going to teach, not everything that he knows he can teach. Because he's going to know always, his own knowledge is always going to be way ahead of what he can teach. They can't comprehend what he can comprehend. And therefore, but, he needs to share that with him as well, with them as well. But he can't share it in a manner of knowledge because they don't have the capacity 
but he's going to instruct their lives based on his knowledge. See, what Mashiach Tzedkenu is going to do is he's going to lead his people in a manner. See, one of the failures of the system that we have in government now, what we call a democracy, is that we're, we, we set up a government based on the masses, which is great because it's free, freedom and you can't oppress, you know. It's, it saves us from oppression. People get to choose. But there's a big downside to that. Because the government is limited to the, to the knowledge of the masses. And when the masses are stupid, they elect a stupid president. And when you do that, you put the whole world in danger. Like we see, whatever. I'm not going to say it. It's a recording. But, but, but we see. So if the masses are dumb, then you end up with dumb with a dumb government. And if you have a smart president who really actually wants to do smart things, either he can get, either he can don't vote him in, or even he's voted in if he starts doing things that people don't understand, and he's actually, because it's a, to fix an economy, let's say. It's the things you do now, I, I, I always think that the government, the American, the American government, is so, it's such a ridiculous way of working. Because you give every president four years. But you can't see the consequences of a person's actions of four years, what it's going to do only ten years later. So on the one hand, when you talk, I have a president like now, you're very happy it's only four years, unless you have a, such a stupid people that re- <laughs> revote him in twice for an eight-year term, which is like, wow, a bunch of love. How did that happen? Where, where, where did everybody's brains go? But, but, even, but on the other hand, you have a downside. Because when you have, let's say, a good president who sets up certain policies, but in order for it to take, to, to take root, it takes a while for certain policies Let's say, to, to take root, let's say if you cut taxes and you allow businesses to have more freedom and this and that, it's going to take 10, 15 years for these things to start. But if you get an opposite, who goes and reverses it back and forth and back and forth, Republican, Democrat, Republic, Democrat, you're moving it this way, you're moving it that way, and the ones, everybody has to hack like, the thing. Because the policies keep on changing and you don't get anything, a chance to do it. The problem over here is, what's the problem? The problem is that the, the governor, or whoever it is, the governing power, is limited by, by the understanding of the masses, of the people. What's the option? What, what would be the other option? The alternative, what would be the alternative? The alternative is to get a king who does whatever he wants and doesn't owe the masses explanation. And he, if he's a brilliant person, like Yosef Atzadik, who was king over Mitzrayim and saved Mitzrayim and did great things, you know, if people... Whether they like it or not, eventually, you know, you see that he was brilliant and everybody realizes the truth of what he did or the goodness of what he did or the contribution that he made. But what's the downside of that? The downside of that is who you're going to trust. Someone who doesn't have to get, you know what I'm saying, who can do whatever he wants, then the guy can become a, whatever, a tyrant and lead the people into the war wrong thing. So really, both forms of government aren't good. To leave it over in the hands of a, of a singular human being, well, that's what the world saw for hundreds of years through when we had kings ruling. And they suffered. They were, they were brutal, many of them, and, and, and corrupted. And on the other hand, to create government like, like you have the, like governing now, you have a limit because you're limited to, to... See, the masses are always stupid. It's true. You have smart people, but the, but the, but the most people, they're not too... I mean, they're limited. I say stupid, but they're not too smart, right? They're smart, they're smart, and they have certain percentages, and the, and the leaders need to be the smart people. But the problem is, Mashiach is going to be the king. 
And he's going to tell us to do things that we are going to have no clue why he's telling us to do things. But we're going to listen to him with simple obedience because we know that he knows better. And with that, he's going to lead us to the greatest, greatest, greatest of heights. But we're going to have to have submission if we don't have submission. It means if Mashiach, because you people want to say, why can't the world be ruled? Why does Mashiach have to be a king? Why can't we have a Moshe Rabbeinu type? Why, can't, why, do we, why is the ultimate human being going to be a king? Why does he be a king? We thought we got rid of kings a long time ago. Let him be a sage. If he's a sage and he gives counsel and direction and teach and explain and he'll educate the people. That's great. He will do a phenomenal job if he will do that. But you can only then grow very slowly. Why? Because you have to wait till it makes sense to everybody. Very slow growth. But if the person is not only a, a teacher, but he's also a king, that means what he says, you follow, whether you understand it or not, then he can take you so far to, to things that you would never have known, but you trust him. If you're trying to, cl- if you're trying to climb Mount Everest, and you show up at base camp, and you have the guys who's been doing it for 30 years, and they tell you which route to take, they don't have to explain it. Because you know that they're the king. And when you listen to what they say, why? You'll find out one day. You'll hang out on the mountain for 30 years, you'll also know why. Nishnegeya, you listen. That's why Mashiach will be both a king and will be a teacher. A teacher, he will teach whatever he's teaching. But as much as he will teach, he will always know much more and he will lead us to that great heights with simple, by us simply following him. Simply following him. Well, you see by the Rebbe, for instance, the Rebbe initiated many, many campaigns and many things that he did. And the rest of the Jewish world started copying it and figuring the same thing. Whatever the Rebbe did, they did it 30 years later. Hasidim did it right away. Why? Because by Hasidim, the Rebbe is a king. I don't have to understand how. It's the weirdest thing. It's crazy. Tefillin, just running around the people, putting on tefillin with people, it's ridiculous. But we did it because we're told, because Hasidim are... are, Hasidim are, 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 are uh, subservient to them a Rebbe is a king so you gotta listen the rest of the people have to see, you know so it takes ah oh, then 30 years later you see ah so this is ah now I understand wow look at the revolution in the world because people put on film because people and people stop because the, well, it took so, take so long why does it take so long because I need to understand I don't have the bitle so therefore, the same idea is saying over here. And that's why it's called the king. Just like the Indian of king. It's the bittle. It's beyond the limitations of a person's mind. Because something that he comprehends and understands it well. That you don't need the pekuda, the, the, the decree of the king. Even without his mitzvah, 
The matter is good on its own. The toivu be'enov, it's good in his eyes. The command is only on something that's against his intellect. Something that he doesn't understand. Even though I don't, I don't understand why. Because of the decree and the, and the command. I have to do it. And he nullifies his will to the will of the king. Because he can never, he knows he can't fathom the heart of the king. The Tamayakomus and his deep hidden reason. And this is the bitl to something that's beyond my chachma. Even though it's not settling in my mind. He can listen to the decree of the king. Because the king sees that this is appropriate. And he has a reason. And the same is also in regards to the Torah. In Torah, you also find that. You have mitzvahs that are understood, like tzitzis and tefillin, that we have some understanding. And the chukim are like paraduma, v'shatnez, and the prohibition of mixing wool and linen. Why, why is it so strange? Because a, 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 a wool or linen, each one on their own, is permitted. Or even a mixture to mix wool with with silk, or to mix linen with silk is kosher. But but wool and linen together, then you you can't wear. The reasons of Torah is going to be revealed in the future through Mashiach. Again, Mashiach is going to reveal. I'm sorry, Mashiach is going to reveal the reasons of mitzvahs. And the deepest reasons. But as much as it, he can reveal to us, infinitely more will be revealed to him. For what he can reveal to the people. Like it says by Mashiach Avdi, Behold, my servant will be wise. Yarum, he will be elevated, Vinasa, Yarum, exalted, Vinasa, and elevated, Vigava, and higher, raised up, Ma'oid, very high. Vemheyaliyos, these are five levels. Yaskil Ma'avram, he's going to be wiser than Avram. Vagava Ma'oid, he'll even be higher than Ma'od, Oisius Adam. He'll even surpass Adam Harishon in wisdom. Shilamayla Gamma Adam Harishon. Higher even than Adam Arishan, Shuchachmi Law, which is the supernal Chachma, Kila Mashiach is Gale Yoiser. Mashiach will even have more, more light, more revelation. That's why Mashiach is also going to be a king over the Jews. Even though they're all going to be then in the levels of Tamida Chachamim. Which even the reasons of Torah is going to be revealed to them. Not everything that will be revealed to Mashiach will be revealed to them. Is going to be makiv. Because of this, he's called a king over them. Because melucha is that which is beyond the intelligence and the understanding of the recipient. And according to Kabbalah, it works like this. Now he's going to put this all in Kabbalistic terminology. 
in the creations of Bria, Yetzir, and Asiyah, the three lower worlds, they have a, mal- a melech, and their melech is Malchus of Atzilus. The Malchus, the lowest level of Atzilus, the floor of Atzilus, is the roof of Yetz- Yetz- Bria, Yetzir, and Asiyah. Becomes the roof for, for Bria. It becomes the king. And what does Atik mean? Atik means that which is above the Seichel. That's which is removed from the comprehension of the creations. That are in the three worlds, Bria, Tzir, and Asiyah. And they submit to him. Like a decree of the king on a servant, the servant nullifies his will. It's higher than his grasp. And that's called Malchus of Atzilus. But the Nishamis of Atzilus, they are called brothers to Zun. They are called brothers to Zuchre Venukva. Who's that? They're called brothers to Malchus. Because we learned in the beginning of the Maimur, Laman Achai Vereyai, my brothers and friends. So they are not low, they're not creations. They're in the level of Malchus of Atzilas. Malchus and, and Zah and Zairanpin and these Nishamas, because they're all children of Abba Ve'ima. Ein Zebchinas Maki Vehelem Klau. So then Malchus's ideas. The Malchus of Atzilus' ideas is not a makif on them because they understand on the same level. They're brothers. Last Sphiris, Keniskalel, that we said earlier. So they have to have another king. They also have a makif. They have a makif that's above their head. This is the idea that the Malchus of Adam Kadmon, of primordial man, Nasa Atik Latzilus. Becomes atik from atzilus. Pidish atik atzilus. What does it mean? Atik of atzilus. Mashem is nasemi mois oilam. That which is exalted from the days of the world, meaning the days of atzilus. Hem yoyimin elohim shamidis atzilus, which are the days of atzilus. Venetak venivdal mehem. It is removed, meaning above their mind. Vahagava ma'oid naila mahasagasam, and much higher than their hasaga. Who prinas amalchus the adam kadmon. This is the malchus of primordial man. Al atzilus over atzilus. And that's where Mashiach's kingdom is going to be derived from. Malchus to Adam Kadmon. And by him it says, Gewaldig. If Mashiach's kingdom is coming from such a high level of kingdom, from the Malchus of Adam Kadmon, higher than Adam Arishanai, but he's still Malchus. Malchus doesn't have any life. He's still speech. He's still Malchus. Malchus doesn't have in his life. Where does he receive his life from? He can't get it from Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and, 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 and other Mauritian because he's higher than them. So he gets life from, from God himself, Mamish. As it says in the Apostle, Life he asks from you. David HaMelech says, I'm one day going to have a grandson. He's going to get life from you, not from anybody else. You gave him. Not like by David. David was from Malchus of Atzilus. That receives life from other Marishan from other Marishan and the others. Which are the Sphiris of Atzilus.
מה שאין כאן במשיח, במשיח. נוסעתו עתו, אורן סויף בעצמו, the infinite light itself, you are going to give him life. שממשך לייף אינטו משיח צדקנו. ומצד זה יהיה בחינת מלך על ישראל. And that's why he's going to bring a king, a king over all Yidden. הגם שיהיה תלמיד החכמים. Even they will be the Midah Chachamim, v'agam shegizgalu tamei mitzvus, and even though everybody's going to know the reasons of mitzvus, avaloi kol masha yizgalu aloi, not everything that will be revealed to him. Elchei nikki will always be, you say, ten steps ahead. He will always be way above. Elchei nikra rav u'melech. That's why Mashiach is called a rav and a melech. Moirenu melech, right? because he's going to reveal the secrets of the mitzvahs, this that he's going to reveal in a manner that they can understand, that's why he's going to be called a teacher, and that which is going to remain transcendental above them, he's called a king. This goes even higher. The Malchus of Ein Soif is the Kesar even to Adam Kadman, Ramayvin Yavin. Who is referring to over here? The Malchus of the Ein Soif, that's a, even higher in there. Ramayvin Yavin, those who understand should understand who this is. This is very special. May we merit already that Melech HaMashiach should receive all the highest he needs in the life from Chaim Shalomamcha and Melech Beyof Yotech Zenu Einenu with the beauty of the king. We should see and should be taken from Yad Mamish. This Shabbos Tishabov should be the happiest, like unbelievable. <laughs>